Well, welcome to the worldwide broadcast of the Ted Nelson Brewer Show. This is Ted, and I'll be running solo today. And I hope you guys have had a blessed, blessed evening and a blessed morning. I had the opportunity to pray for you this morning, which I always find extremely rewarding. And I just want you to know I love you guys, and I appreciate your support of HealthMasters.com. And without you supporting our show by purchasing your products through HealthMasters.com, we simply couldn't be here doing this broadcast. But today's show that we're going to cover today I want to make this a message of hope. I always like doing that. And I I want to go into the world of basically the planetary rulers, the real planetary rulers. Uh, We covered a lot of this on Angel Wars, and I'm going to talk about how it all interconnects now from a energy standpoint. This is important. Uh, let Let me give it to you this way. I remember years ago, I learned that our bodies are a frequency, a generated field that basically is in this earth that we call, you know, our planet, which is some type of realm. Don't really know what this whole thing is anyhow, because everything they've told us is lie about it. And we know that we were put here in creation with Adam and Eve, as far as in the very beginning. And Lucifer came in and he corrupted it. And now we also know the fallen angels are here with us. And so we're going to talk about how they interact and what they do. It's going to be an interesting show today. It's going to be more of a fireside chat than anything else. But, you know, here's the thing. We're going to talk about who they are, what they do, and how they control us. But always remember, we need to make sure that we don't operate in fear. I talk about that all the time on the show, but we operate in the realization that we can do all things through Christ. So don't get overwhelmed by today's show. You've been bought at a price. You've been called according to God's purpose for your life. You've been sanctified by the blood of the Lamb. And through Jesus, who holds all things together, we are here, and we're to serve him and obey his commandments. That's the key, for that's the sole duty of man. really, really is. I mean, it really, really is. Let's talk about the energy field that we live in first. If you took a single atom and you blew it, you blew the nucleus up to the size of a pea, and you put it on the 50-yard line in an NFL stadium, that P then, the first set of electrons would be the top of the bleachers. Everything between that P and the top of the bleachers is held together through energy. It's through Christ that all things are held together. And if you took the entire planet and you separated all of the energy fields from the actual physical matter of the planet, the Earth would be about the size of a softball, which would be an incredibly dense black hole. So everything else is just energy, and we're part of that energy field that we're in as human beings. Now, we were created in God's image, but we've been detuned, so to speak, after the fall, and we don't have the abilities that we had at one time, but we still have potential that's really unreal. It really is. Remember, this battle is not about flesh and blood that we're fighting while we're in this realm that we're in, but it's forces in these unseen realms. You know, many teachers and pastors and alternative news people, they don't want to go down the rabbit hole that I'm going to go down today. They don't want to invest. They only want to investigate events and they don't want to talk about the real reason these events occurred and who or what is orchestrating the events. That's a big deal. You got to look at who's controlling the planet, who's in charge of the planet and how they control us. You know, our spirit, is capable of so much more through Christ and is so powerful that most people cannot conceive of what we have been given through a blood covenant. The same power that raised Jesus from the dead dwells in you. And it's time that we open our eyes and we realize that if we work and we pray in the aggregate as believers, there's literally nothing we cannot do or accomplish through prayer and action. You know, my grandmother you know, she had a plaque on the wall, and I've talked to you guys about this before, and it says, So there's two principles in life, two pillars of life that can never be broken, prayer and work. And, and you know, the thing we have to realize, too, in our life is that we need goals and directions and planning. 
you know, the, the, I wrote this back in about, gosh, February the 14th, 2009. I'm going to read it to you real quick. The course of one's life is interesting as a ship needs a rudder to basically maneuver its course and maintain its course. We need, you know, godly direction in our lives. That is why God gave us his word. Without the wisdom of God's word, the Bible, we are simply wandering generalities. If we don't have focus and direction, we accomplish very little with, with, with this short life that we've been given, unless we have a rudder, which is the word of God, to steer us in the right course. We are, you know, most of the time we are inefficient, and most times we're not very effective. We must have a concrete goal to be focused on. And the goal that I want you guys to focus on now is to get this information out, to get the information out and get your friends to wake up and to realize that they don't need any more mRNA shots. They don't need to be drinking any more fluoride drinks or chemicals in their diet. They don't need any of that. We have to have a concrete goal to be focused on because without direction and purpose, the best we can hope for is mediocrity. If you focus your energy into a single purpose like a laser, you can literally cut through the toughest obstacles. If you constantly move it about and don't stay focused, all you do is frustrate yourself. You'll find yourself at the end of your life thinking about what could have been or should have been or might have been. Stay focused. Get the rudder of God's word. Stay in the Bible on an ongoing basis. Continue to do your Bible study. Last night, uh, Alice and I were talking. It was an interesting show. And uh, I'm sorry, not interesting show, interesting conversation. And we were going back and forth and bouncing scripture back and forth. And, you know, that's the kind of relationships and friendships that you have to have and maintain. Because if you could talk to each other and basically talk about how fresh water and salt water can't come from the same spring and how we have to focus our, our attention on God's word and you can have friendships like that, what it does, it changes everything. It really does, and it allows us to continue to be as a body of believers and to grow and grow and grow and grow. And what we've learned is this. The government, the Rothschilds, the corporate structure, BlackRock, State Street, Vanguard, you know, they're part of the problems that we're having in the USA. This is basically you know, a contributing factor. The leaders in most cases are just puppets who regularly are replaced. You've got to talk about like Joe Biden and I hate to mention it, Donald Trump. You, know, you got to talk about George W. Bush and George H. Bush and the two leaders that I know of in my lifetime that were not puppets were John F. Kennedy and Ronald Reagan. And they, but they, they killed Kennedy and they tried to kill Reagan. So they have to be replaced on a regular basis. They have to be kept in line. Reagan, after he was shot, was kept drugged for eight years in the White House. And this corporate structure that we see that's controlling the world events are the Bilderbergers, the Rothschilds, the Committee of 300, the CFR, the International Bankers, the Vatican, the Masons, the World Economic Forum, the International Monetary Funds. These groups do exert a considerable control over the world's systems, but they're not the actual real controllers. There are levels that are above that. In the beginning, remember, the great I am, the creator God, and the Jesus created the heavens and the earth. But something happened, and we talked about this in the show, the, the series that I did, Angel Wars. There was basically a coup d'etat, you know, attempted in heaven, and Lucifer was cast down to this planet with a third of his angels. You know, but remember, God is omnipresent. He knew what was going to happen. He wasn't surprised. He changed the timeline after he put us back on this planet with Adam and Eve, and he gave us Jesus. Now, I'm going to repeat that because that's a big deal. We have what's called a fractal timeline that we're all in. In other words, we have a myriad of choices that we can make at any single time. 
a lot of people say it's a multi-directional, multi-dimensional universe, but I personally don't really understand a lot of that. I realize this, that we have choices that we have to make every single day that direct the course of our lives on a daily basis. You know, whether you're going to get up in the morning, whether you're going to go to work today, what you're going to eat for breakfast, how you're going to stabilize your blood sugar, you know, all these different things we've got to make. Uh, you can stand on top of your mantle in the, in the living room. You can jump on your kitchen table if it doesn't break. You can jump in the swimming pool. All these choices are available to you at any given time, at any different place, at any different, you know, timeline. The reality is, though, that we have to understand that what we do and our timelines are directly affected by what happened in our past. Now, here's what I'm saying all of that for. God knew because he's omnipresent that human beings were going to fall. He knew he was going to send us Jesus from the very beginning. He knew that he was going to allow us to be redeemed back to him through Christ. That's why Lucifer can't win this battle. It's impossible because God already knows his battle plan in advance. That's why God was very specific, and I talked about this in Angel Wars, with the rules of engagement that have been put into place. But you've got to think through all of this stuff. But, the, you know, what we have to realize is that, you know, you know, in Rush Dizdar, the late Rush Dizdar, who was a friend of mine, he talks about how there are different types of angels. And I agree with him. And we need to realize that the great I am doesn't need your permission or my permission or Jesus doesn't need your permission or my permission to create different species of anything anywhere. And as Christians, we shouldn't be a big stretch when the Bible is filled with encounters with interdimensional beings. And again, we covered that in depth in Angel Wars. So why is this such a big taboo for Christians to talk to? Well, it's primarily due to entrenched dogma. You know, we've been taught that we are alone in the universe because that's what our parents were taught. That is not at all what the Bible teaches. Bernard Carr, you know, from Queen Mary University says it this way. Our consciousness, our DNA is a multidimensional consciousness. It interacts with another dimension. Our physical senses only show us a three-dimensional universe. What exists in the higher dimensions are entities we cannot touch with our physical sensors. And we need to realize, as I've covered in many previous shows, our DNA is a coiled helix, a Tesla step-up transformer. It's a receiving sending unit that transmits via longitudinal scalar waves interdimensionally. Uh, we are basically a bio antenna that through frequencies and light photons are connected through quantum entanglement entanglement interdimensionally that's why sometimes you'll pick up a telephone you could do it years ago you can't do it now with these cell phones but you could pick up a hard wire phone and start to call somebody and they would basically be picking up the phone at the same time on the other line and you both go oh wow the phone didn't ring i picked it up and here you are i remember i had a friend of mine named jim that happened to one time and so what this means is that we're created in god's image that we you know get that clear we have to get that it's very important but again, we've been detuned, so to speak, plus our DNA contamination. That's why we use less than 10% of our brain supposedly, and a large portion of our DNA has been labeled junk DNA. It still has not been understood. So, you know, what they're telling us about our DNA being junk is simply wrong. It really is. God created a specific way to have an interaction with him in his dimension. The, the reality is when Lucifer and his followers were cast out and invaded the earth, they, you know, they've, been, they've been known as the Anunnaki. You know, the, the snake brothers, the star people, uh, demons, archons, jinn, Baal, Moloch, Asher, Quetzalcoatl, serpent gods, royal bloodlines of the gods, all of this stuff. These are basically different names for the same demonic entities, Lucifer and the fallen angels. They're interdimensional entities. They dwell in another dimension apart from us. They can come into our dimension, they can possess people, and they can control the affairs of the earth. I'm going to talk about that right now. But remember what happened with Constantine in 323. 
they wanted to make Christianity a state religion of Rome. He brought many of the pagan beliefs into the Catholic Church. The book of Enoch was removed, which is a very important book to read. This is the type of stuff that these entities have been doing throughout time. They operate in the shadows to people who have been given themselves over to do their bidding. In other words, you see this in Hollywood with these people who take blood covenant and blood oaths of Satanism because they want to basically serve the evil one. And these religious establishments, the Roman church in 323, wanted this information covered up about the book of Enoch because they didn't want us to realize that there are entities, entities out there that you know Enoch talked about and what was going on when he was taken up into heaven. You know, These demons, remember, have no creative imagination where they can twist and manipulate and distort and destroy God's creation. They're deceivers. Remember, Satan is a father of lies. They create an inversion of the natural order of God. You know, what is up is down, upside down crosses, occult symbols, love is hate, hate is love. You know, they're here to come rob, kill, steal, and destroy and change the word of God and the Christian faith and our relationship with Jesus through a blood covenant and make it so it's not real to you. They brought us thousands of religions around the world to completely and totally deceive us. This all started happening when they basically were scattered with Baal and the Moloch and the rest of these guys, you know, with the Tower of Babel. We have to see what they did. All of this stuff is what they're doing to control us. That is why these demons and their human followers are obsessed with death. They are literally a sex death cult because it is an inversion of life. Plus, when they sacrifice or rape humans or children, energy is created via light photons that they actually consume. That's why we have abortions, pedophilia, human sacrifice to Baal, to Moloch, the sacrifice of children and infants, the sacrifice of virgins, young girls before puberty. That's why millions of children disappear globally every single year. We talk about that with Jeffrey Epstein on his island, and he had a temple there. These Satanists, they worship the fallen ones. It's all about destroying and killing you know, their father's children. Jesus called them in John. Basically, they, he, he called them out in John and, and, and basically once said they were the children of the devil. You know, God's natural order is life and abundance. We saw that in the Garden of Eden, but they don't like that because they hate you because you're creating a God's image. You have a soul. They don't, and they want to control you and destroy you, and they're jealous of you on top of everything else, and this group of entities is all in. This is why they basically bred with humans in Genesis 6 because they really thought that God would have a, then a plan of salvation for them because they were bred with humans my opinion. But however, he did not do that. He flushed the planet with Noah's flood, which is, of course, the second great flood. And so all of these things are things that we talk about on the show on an ongoing basis. These basically entities, you know, these demons, you know, they don't care about anything. They destroy about 200 different species every single day. You've got Fukushima still spewing radiation in the Pacific. You've got genetically modified organisms, GMOs, you got chemtrails, you got vaccines, you got fluoride, you got trans fats, you got aspartame, you got pornography, you got the mRNA shots. Anything that debilitates or destroys, that's their mantra. Just like their father Lucifer. He's coming to rob, kill, steal, and destroy. Again, it is a sex death cult. That's why you see these Kabbalist Luciferians as they stand and they're praying to their serpent god, you know, Isaph, and they're rocking back and forth while they're praying. You see them do this at the wall. In Jerusalem, the synagogue of Satan, and they're simulating a sex act with these archangels so they can get their message across to their snake god. 
That's why they rock back and forth, by the way. They're having sex. And, of course, the females that also are involved in this, they have their own sex god that's a male, their own sex you know, archangel that's a male. He's actually – I'm not going to go into that today, but he's a, he's a pervert. All this stuff is a sex death cult, and we have to understand that. All this pollution that we have on this planet, the destruction of the environment, is what it wants, what they want, because they're trying to create a new reality. This, they're a war you know, with the creator, God, I am, and Jesus. And this has been going on for a millennial. And that's why I talked about how a day for God is a thousand years on this planet and how long this has been going on. You know, when this entity, these entities come to rob, kill, steal, and destroy, you know, God has brought us to bring, came here and bring us life. These people who follow these entities are psychopaths. They have no empathy. They have no remorse. They have no shame. They have no sympathy. They're basically pathological liars. They're parasites. They're, 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 they're an inversion of truth. There is no limit to what they will do because they have no emotional consequence for their actions. Many are the bloodlines of these fallen angels making it easier to possess them. Perfect example, the Babylonian banking system, the Federal Reserve, total parasites. They create nothing. They create money out of nothing. You, know, you go into a country. You enslave its people through fiat money and steal their resources. No remorse, only greed. The love of money is the root of all evil. You know, it's always these guys. And you understand that, that when you see this, the synagogue of Satan, you know, the worshipers of Baal from the ancient Canaanite religions, that this is the group that has run this planet since, since the Garden of Eden, since they took it over when Adam and Eve fell. And we need to understand that. You know, God created a beautiful garden. And, of course, when Lucifer was released into the garden, he came to destroy and to steal it. Lucifer is here basically to change your soul, your frequency, your energy field that we talked about earlier in the show to separate you from God. You know, he wants to overload your energy field of seeing the truth and obtaining what I would call synchronicity with the most high God you know, through Christ. That's, being sal- that's having salvation and accepting Christ and basically creating a resonance match, which in other words, you become one with God through the Holy Spirit. Like I told you before, Jesus is like a transformer. You're like a six-volt battery. God is a 24-volt battery. And the only way we can come back to God is through Christ, who's like a transformer who takes a six-volt battery system and turns it back into a 24-volt battery system. Because sin has separated us from God. It has changed our energy field. It has changed who we are, and that's why we have to have Christ. That's why it's so important. You know, The Bible says it this way. A veil has been placed over the hearts and the minds of the unbeliever by Lucifer. The God of this age would never have crucified the son of glory had he known what he was doing. It also tells us that this veil is an energy field, prevents the person from seeing the truth and forever wandering, forever looking for purpose and truth, but never finding it. You know, you see this veil, you know, just is lifted by Christ. And we see this in Second Corinthians 4, 4. But, you know, being beings that we are creating God's image, you know, we are basically living what's called biological transmutation. If you take a child and you take this baby and you take the food, the water, the urine and all the things it eats, it actually gets bigger more so than the actual sum total of the parts that are going into it. We pull energy out of the frequency that we are in. Now, it's important. It's very closely that we listen to this. The demons are the same way, but they are separated from God. They cannot get energy from the creator. So they have to distort the energy through child sacrifice, abortion, war, hate, suffering to feed themselves. Low vibrational energy. That's why child sacrifice has always been demanded by them. 
This is why pedophilia is demanded by them. Again, they are a distortion of the natural order, You know, kind of like the movie The Matrix. The machines were using the energy from the human beings to run. These demons through humans create this negative energy, this light photonic energy to feed themselves, and Satan runs about as a roaring lion seeking those who may devour. But because of the blood covenant we have with the Most High God, he may not devour us. That is why war and abortion you know, is, control- is controlled and created. That's why we have a never-ending war with terror to change the frequency. The problem is stress from these events. Now, listen, this is important. I'm going to deal with sickness and disease. Stress from these events, when you read negative news, negative news, negative news, this is why I hammer all media that only promotes negative news. They don't talk about the power of the blood of the Lamb. This is why I hammer all media that tells you to pray imprecatory prayers on other people and to curse people in the name of Jesus. I mean, they actually promote this, okay? It's, it's completely an antithesis. It's completely diametrically opposed to what Christianity is. The stress from these events create energetic distortions that cause sickness and basically disease, hatred, bitterness, jealousy, all of this stuff, envy. They all distort your natural energy field, elevating cortisol, which stops your digestion, stops you from absorbing nutrient, leads to disease and cancer and arthritis. Love and forgiveness, however, stops this cycle. You know, I've got family members. That have lived in bitterness for 30, 40, 50 years. I mean, mad. Mad because my dad divorced their mom. This is something that happened back back in the 50s. I mean, we're talking 70 years ago. This is crazy stuff. And they're still angry. And they've and they, in their whole life, they've lived in anger and bitterness. And they're all crippled up. And they got arthritis. They can barely walk, barely move. And it's because they've allowed themselves to be overcome by this bitterness and meanness and angerness. I mean, you know, I was talking to a friend last night. And, and I said, you know, we can choose our friends, which I choose you. All of you who are listening today as my friends, I love you guys, but we can't but we can't choose who our relatives are. They're kind of given to us, you know, standard equipment, and we can either choose to be nice to them or choose not to be nice to them based on how they act. And many of them are just downright ugly, and we don't have anything to do with them. Many of them are completely self-absorbed. And, you know, what we've created on this planet is a complete inversion of what God created in the Garden of Eden. Uh, Michael Eisner said it this way. Just look at us. Every, no, I'm sorry, not Michael Eisner. Michael Eldner said it this way. Just look at us. Everything is backwards. Everything is upside down. Doctors destroy health. Lawyers destroy justice. Universities destroy the knowledge. Governments destroy freedom. The major media destroys information. And religion, and this is true now, listen to me, destroys spirituality and relationships with the Most High God. It's inversion everywhere. Now, not all religions do this, not all churches do this, but the vast majority of them do because of the Johnson Amendment, because of name it, claiming blabbit stuff. The Catholic Church has been overwhelmed with the Masonic lodges and pedophilia priests. I mean, all of this is to destroy people's relationship with God by saying, I'm not going to go to church because the church is filled with hypocrites. The priests are hypocrites. Now, let me stop for one second. My buddy Zig Ziglar, who passed away years ago. I was listening to one of his tapes one time. I did a, over 100 seminars with him. I appeared to a million people at live seminars with Zig. I was one of the keynote speakers featured with Zig. And it was interesting because he said it this way. He said, if you allow a hypocrite to stand between you and God, in other words, God's 10 feet away, hypocrite's five feet away, and you're standing here and you're looking at the hypocrite. He said, I love this. He goes, that hypocrite is standing at least five feet closer to God than you are. 
Yeah, that's that's what he said. So, so in other words, you need to step around the hypocrite and go get nearer to God and realize that there are going to be people out there. There are going to be problems in certain churches. There's going to be pastors that are going to be certain problems in certain churches. And not everybody from a human being standpoint agrees with other human beings. And what we have to do is we have to just and who we, we can be with. I had an incredibly wonderful marriage with Sharon, my late wife, and, you know, and because we were compatible and we had the same goals, the same dreams, the same aspirations, and that's what we seek and that's what we search for as Christians. And when we have that synchronicity with other believers, there's nothing that we can't accomplish through prayer. That's why it says you know, 10,000 can be set aflight when you have a group of believers set together to pray. All of these things, the Bible tells us what we need to do and how to do it. You know, but there's an inversion everywhere. You know, we, we need to realize this. Now, I'm going to say it one more time. These entities are jealous of you because you're created in the image of God, the great I am in Jesus. They're not. So they want to be you. And since they can't be you, they want to kill you. I mean, they have no sympathy or empathy whatsoever. These things are, you know, in a, in a reality, in a dimension very close to ours. This is one of the purposes of CERN is to change our reality to become closer to them. Also, to open portals into their reality, allowing them entry. There's a reason that Google, when Obama was president, had 427 meetings with him in the White House, basically with these leading officials. They were working with Singularity University and with NASA, which are basically the satanic brotherhood, to accomplish these goals. Kurzweil said it this way, by 2030, human beings will be committed and connected to the cloud. Klaus Schwab said it this way, by 2030, you will own nothing and you will be happy. We are going to change your DNA, and they're doing that right now with the mRNA shots they forced on 80% of the population of the planet. Now we're having massive kill-off of the population because apparently there's too many of us, and they don't need to have try to control this many of us, and they want to destroy us, and if we don't want to be if we, if we don't want to be, how should I say, compliant, they're going to get mad. I know there's a, you know, I used to have a, a medical clinic. I used to go here, you know, in Central Florida. And I don't go there anymore. It's it's just been a real mess. Uh, the doctor died that was there. And I basically ended up having a situation where the new doctor was pushing the mRNA shots over and over and over and over again. So I don't have any medical clinic here in Central Florida that I even use or go to any longer for various reasons. Because all these people, especially these top-level professionals, many of them have, been, have bought into the lies about this. Now, here's why they do that. These medical professionals, especially medical doctors – and I'm not picking on if you're an MD and you're listening to the show because I love you. Right? You're, you're, if you're listening to this show, you're wide awake. But they have been basically programmed by peer pressure, by university pressure, by the American Medical Association to be compliant, to be accepted by their peers. Because if they are not compliant and do what they're told to do, they have their medical licenses revoked. And so they become compliant. They start believing the lie because they don't want to believe the truth and be set free because they're basically caught up in a profession that is basically completely and totally taken over by the pharmaceutical corporations. We need to understand that. So we need to realize like Kurzweil said, by 2030, human brains will be committed to the connections of the cloud. This will facilitate the energy exchange. Free thought will stop. You know, we'll be connected to an AID wave, which is a computer connected interdimensionally to Lucifer. I've talked about this repeatedly. This will create a subhuman. It will not create a superhuman. This will be a human that will be controlled by Lucifer, who will be, allow him to become omnipresent because he's connected in all your brains at once, a hive mind. And so we have to ask ourselves a question. Why are there so many autistic children? Are they going to be connected in this cloud too? Are they going to be controllable units? I don't know. Are they going to be open vessels for demonic control? You know, the government knows what causes autism. 
They know it's the adjuvants. They know it's the mercury. They know it's, the, it's, it's all of these shots these kids are being given. They know it's the aluminum. They know this. You know, but what these doctors also know, but they won't change. They won't stop injecting these kids. Human beings that are connected to this cloud won't be able to think without, you know, being controlled interdimensionally. There'll be no free thinking. Genesis 6 said it this way. All thoughts were evil all of the time. You know, and we have to understand these entities are energy vampires, fallen angels, demons, the controlling humanity and human consciousness, nanobots, mRNA shots, smart dust. You know, they infuse everything to become part of this reality. Look at the chemtrails, the GMOs, the Morgellons. These demons want to create and control a synthetic world with synthetic people connected to a Luciferian AI system, just like they did in Genesis chapter 6. But thank God Almighty. Thank you, Jesus. We are waking up. Praise God. Because greater is he that is in us than he who is in the world. These Luciferians or the Council of 300 or whatever you want to call them, they don't care about us or trying to change you know, the reality and make it you know, our own and make it better because they basically – don't love you. They don't like you. They hate you. They hate individuality. You know, they want to destroy your family cycle. They want to destroy everything. They want to completely create an inversion in your family unit. They want to destroy the mother's relationship with the sons, the son's relationship with the fathers, all of this. But they, if you understand the, the, the knowledge of interdimensional physics, because once we grasp that Jesus connects us back to God and that prayers are scalar energy waves that physically change reality, the game is over, and they know that. That's why they're maintaining control like they are. That's why they put the 5G, 6G towers everywhere. That's why we're not going to have a thermal global nuclear war. Don't believe this stuff. Don't believe this CIA lie stuff. They're not going to destroy their own infrastructure. They have spent trillions of dollars installing this stuff globally to create an antenna field around the planet again, like they did with the pyramids thousands of years ago. And these people who actually promote this constantly on their websites and constant fear porn. <clears throat> Excuse me. you got to ask yourself a question. What in the world are they doing and who are they promoting? Why are they promoting it? Who's on their payroll and whose payroll are they on? We've got to ask yourself that question. And, you know, and I know a lot of these alt media people I've talked about in depth are CIA controlled. They are. And we have to ask, why are they doing what they do? Well, because they're being given clearer bandwidth. They're being given more listens, more likes, more money, more of this. They're not being shadow banned. Their PayPal accounts aren't being shut down and, 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 and. But when you have people telling the truth, like I am right now with you guys, you know, we've been shadow banned. We were taken off YouTube almost seven years ago. They told us, took us off. All of this stuff is basically controlling everybody as far as what they're doing, as far as the planet here. But as Christians, we don't have to put up with this nonsense because Christians have the power through Jesus and the Holy Spirit to change this world. If we'll stop fighting and stop compromising, the globalists want us to be asleep and not to think and to watch TV and have a fluoride arm, you know, fluoride IV in our arm and, you know, MSG potato chips. You know, they want you to stay in alpha and theta brainwave state. They want you to eat the garbage and, and basically kill yourself by the time you're 50 or 60 years old because they – understand that there are multiple dimensions and they don't want us to understand that they want us to think that we're just the only thing on this planet is the only thing that's real you know CERN they'll tell you nothing to see here what about the druidic opening ritual what about with the CERN taught when the, when the when the tunnel opened up in the Switzerland and they had full-blown human sacrifice rituals all this stuff chemtrails jet exhaust you know people see them but they don't want to talk about it they don't they don't, they don't think they can do it they don't they, they basically they, they ignore it more gelons you know, creating trans species. GMOs are healthy for you, they say, but it rots your guts. 
immunizations, vaccines. You know, if you say, I don't want to take a vaccine, you're a vaccine denier. You're part of the problem. You're not part of the solution. You know, fluoride, you need it to have healthy teeth. Well, the Nazis learned how to use it to make people create servile and infertile real quick. You know, we have no idea why one in 32 children right now we have autism. Yeah, we do. And now they're saying it'll be up to one in two. Dr. Stephanie Sneff, within five to ten years, we have smart dust, nanotags. They mark your DNA. Sexual perversion. Oh, my gosh. This is a crazy one with what they're doing because their snake god is the hermaphrodite, is a transgender, and they want us to be like him. You've got to remember who these people are. Remember, they're a sex death cult. Never forget that. Remember this? I mean, all these, you know, you know crazy people that we have. We, we've got drugs everywhere. You know, all these crazy drugs that are being used now, you know, the fentanyl. Then we've got soul cooking. Remember Podesta? Nothing to see here with Maria Abramovich right before the election in 2016. Satanic networks, one of the fastest growing, you know, churches supposedly in the world. You know, secret societies, the Druids, the Skull and Bones, the Masons. Real prayer. Ah, there we go. That's what we have to have, the power of scalar energy. That's what I told a friend of mine the other day. I was praying for her, and I said, she says, well, you're not here with me. I said, I don't have to be there with you. Scalar energy has no boundary in time space. It's interdimensional. You can change anything with prayer. Transhumanism, that's what they, that's what they want. They want you to be all you can be. No, I don't want to be a bio robot. I don't want to be connected to the cloud. I have no interest in any of this stuff. You know, you know let's, let's take a look at this. Remember years ago, uh, Genesis chapter 6, you know, it's thousands of years ago, you know, there were basically – you know, genetic changes when they were breeding with human beings. And now there's a genetic disc that was found in Colombia. You know, it's thousands of years old, and it talks about egg and sperm and the birth process. Well, how in the world thousands of years ago did they know about eggs and the sperm and the birth process without microscopes? Hmm? Just ask you that. But they have this whole disc about it. But now, we, you know, we can use frequency to change. You know, Russian scientists have genetically done so using frequency with no physical gene splicing. This is how demonic possessions can happen. The frequency of the entity enters the human and starts to change the human. Remember, we're basically a holographic field. And when you change, you know, your energy field, it can actually change your facial features. You know, you can have all kinds of changes in you. Is that what they're doing? Is that what happens when they're doing these human sacrifices? Do they morph into something else? Just think about this. Remember the movie The Huntsman? Evil comes in and changes the reality to ugly and to death, and, and, that, and they tell us what they're doing. You know, and now look, look, at, look at the serpent bloodlines. It started in Genesis or the, or the quote-unquote royal bloodlines, the same thing. You know, certain bloodlines are considered royal. You see this still in England. You know, Japan, they had the same thing prior to World War II. They considered royals and the ascendants of God. You know, the coats of the arms are reptilian imagery. You know, why, you know, why is a reptilian garden in the snake of, you know, in the, in the garden? We know it's because Satan came as a snake. All of these bloodlines, you know, basically used, are used as conduits or vessels to do demonic will on earth. You know, there's, books, there's a book called Bloodlines. You know, it talks about the Rothschilds and who they are. And they do the bidding of the demons. It's kind of like using a vacuum hood in chemistry. You know, you basically are, are chemtrails are kept in the hood. All of this stuff is being done in a vacuum to keep us locked in and basically not allowed to see the truth. You know, scientists or your humans are used to do the work, but the chemicals are kept in the hood. You know, like an interplanetary or surrogate person is used who's been given themselves over to these entities or demons. All of this stuff is part of who they are. So there's a hierarchy created to direct the population, to create low energy, wars, famine, bitterness, hatred, low vibrational energy to continually feed them. 
the demonic entities, abortion, sacrifice, etc., Baal, Moloch, the serpent gods. They've all been cut off from the creator. We've talked about that. So now they're energy parasites, and they have to basically force human beings into, into basically into servitude and into human sacrifice in order to be fed. You know, why are the royal families interbred? Well, because you're breeding psychopaths. No empathy, no remorse, no emotional impact, no shame. They can bomb Dresden, Gaza, Iraq, Syria. They can kill millions with no emotional impact. I think it was at Madeleine Albright. You know, they said you, know, you killed a half a million children or whatever it was. And she goes, oh, it was worth it. Oh, yeah, okay. Because they have no ability to have you know, caring or feeling for anybody. They can justify to kill millions. There's no emotional consequence for their actions. Politicians don't run the world. The demons operating through them are doing this. Remember, we give the authority to the politicians. I was watching you know, Mel Gibson last night in the movie The Patriot. And he was talking about King George was a tyrant 3,000 miles away, how they were being controlled by King George. And he goes, well, we can have 3,000 tyrants a mile away. They'll do the same thing. And he says an elected legislature can trample your rights just as much as a king could. And I thought to myself, man, he's absolutely right. We've given the authority to politicians. They've given over to the military CIA industrial complex. Remember that, you know, what Harry Truman warned us about or Eisenhower warned us about? They've given over to the Satanists, to the black magicians, to Lucifer, to the AI. And this is a cycle. The system of control, unless you understand that our battle is not against flesh and blood, you won't understand their hierarchy. Remember, the demon possessed are used because they have no specific DNA. They have because they have specific DNA markers that allowed them to be more efficiently and effectively possessed and interact with these demonic entities. You know, basically, they become more so the humans become less. You see this with, with Hollywood, Hollywood. You have people who basically, you know, wearing these red strings around their wrists and they practice Kabbalah. I've got a friend of mine. She's starting a few of those movies in Hollywood, some of those C-rated movies, and she left. And she said it's so evil, it's unbelievable how bad it is out there. It's all controlled underground by the Satanism. And it's all about power obtained through demonic interaction. When they give themselves over, they create a, what's called a dual information field. This is important. Through their DNA transformer fields, like having two magnets, one more powerful in the same space, theirs become the dominant field. The Satanists have a dominant field of Lucifer. I'm going to explain that a bit better. If you take a little magnet that's like one inch in diameter, it's a little bitty magnet. It throws out a field around it. If you take a 10-inch magnet, it throws out a much more powerful field. And when you put that one-inch magnet inside of that 10-inch magnet or close to that 10-inch magnet, it will line up. But the dominant field controls the smaller magnet. That's what happens when these entities come into people. They're controlled by these dominant fields. So these people appear to be human beings, but it's a facade. There's something else. Remember I told you about that actor from Hollywood, that action-adventure actor who my friend met and shook his hand. And when he shook his hand, his eyes turned black. It's a facade. There's something else. They're a demonic entity using the human form to accomplish their goal. Perfect example of this opinion is basically Hillary Rodham Clinton or Joe Biden. Perfect example. Something else is controlling them. Look at the movie Avatar. You're infiltrated by a force who looks like them. Look at DNA chimera development. Combine humans with everything else. All of this stuff is happening around us as we speak, and we, and we need to realize it's happening in another dimension around us. And we need to understand who these people are and what they do. It's so important that we get that. Look at the DNA and how it's being changed and how they're putting cows and pigs together. Remember, this dual information field allows for what we call, again, possession. 
Possession is the point where the person possessed literally changes their physical appearance. Malachi Martin, an exorcist, wrote this in his book, Hostess to the Devil. Now, I'm going to warn you about this book. I tried to read it. It was so dark and so scary, I couldn't deal with it. I got, I got through about a chapter of it, and I said, I'm done. And I've got a friend of mine who told me to read the book. That was Man Cal Mueller, and he's never gotten through it either. It's, it's that dark, so I'm not recommending that book. But if you want to read the first couple of possession things that they could talk about and how they were basically delivered, it's very, very, very real. You know, this is incredible that we see that people see things like the movie The Exorcist, and they don't even realize this demonic possession is that real. I remember one time Man Cal told me that he and Malachi Martin, Martin went to the street of New York or Chicago. I think it was New York, walking down the street, and Malachi Martin could see the demons in people. And Man Cal said, can you show me? Malachi Martin picked up his cross and he said something in Latin and all of a sudden some guy starts barking like a dog and runs off down the street. Gee, well, that sounds crazy, Ted. Hey, look, I wasn't there. Man cow has absolutely no reason to lie to me about that. The truth of the matter is, do I believe him? Yes, because I know demonic possession is very, very, very real. And, you know, uh, these people with these dual inversion fields, they allow, to, they allow this possession. Possessions is a point where the person possessed can change their physical experience. I want to mention that again. Then they can open a stable portal at CERN. These entities will have a bridge to come across into our dimension. Now, I'm going to say something else to you, and this is really, really, really important. Don't allow yourself to get involved with Ouija boards and satanic seances and other things. Don't be going down to Central America and taking those drugs they give you to see into other dimensions. Don't do that. Because right now, there's a veil between us and that dimension. So it's kind of like looking through a fog bank. They can't really see you on the other side of the veil. They don't know who you are. They don't know how to come to you in the middle of the night, scare you half to death in a haunted house. They don't know how to do all that. But when someone opens a portal to that haunted house and something's happened there before, they know how to get back to the haunted house. Just mention that. If you go down and you see what they look like, you likely leave a trail of breadcrumbs. And they can come back and they can harass you. Just let you know that. This is, this is the gr- – I've seen it personally. Now, I'm not going to go into detail with that because it's not part of what I'm talking about on the show today. But I, I know a friend of mine who was involved with all kinds of weird stuff when they were younger, and they're being constantly tormented by demons and things that come to them in the middle of the night. I mean some weird stuff, all right? So don't allow yourself to go there and be part of any of this stuff and be very careful what you read, what you put into your mind. Don't be reading stuff that's satanic. Don't be reading the, 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 the different curses and all these different things. That's why I'm so diametrically opposed to, to imprecatory prayers. I mean, if we have the power that raised Jesus from the dead, now listen to me for a second. Let me just talk about this. If we have the power that raised Jesus from the dead dwelling in us, and we pray a cursing, imprecatory prayer over someone else, and something really bad happens to them, didn't we just practice witchcraft? I'm asking you a question. Aren't we practicing witchcraft? The answer, if you don't know the answer, is yes. You know, we're basically doing the same thing that these people do that are practicing these black arts and black magic arts. Don't do that. Don't be involved with all that. Don't be praying against things and cursing things to the root. Just let it go and pray God exposes them and that people can see. Let, let me, let me, let me, I'm going to tell you a story. Years ago, before we bought the house we're in now, this is over 30 years ago, I wasn't really aware of a lot of these Tory prayers were. And I remember we were going to buy a house, you know, in a subdivision in Lakeland on a small lake. It was a pretty home. And but right next to it was a club, like a strip club, a bar. 
you know, in this residential area. And I remember Sharon and I went and prayed against this. We prayed an imprecatory prayer against this house, this, this bar. And within six months, it was torn down and bulldozed. Now, we never bought the house that was next to it, but I'm telling you what happened to the bar. And then I had a friend of mine who worked at a, 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 a you know, spiritual warfare company that actually went in and, 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 and prayed for people to be delivered of things. He told me, he says, Ted, you can't do that. That's practicing witchcraft. I was unaware of it. Okay, That's why I am so diametrically opposed to imprecatory prayers. Pray they're exposed. Pray that most high God deals with them in the way he wants to deal with them. Pray that the people can see the truth of who they are and what they believe, but don't curse them. It's really important, guys. They will know that you're my disciples because you love one another, period. Now, do I like what they do? No. Do I like Hillary Clinton? No. Do I want to pray that she gets exposed and everybody sees who she is, which has pretty much happened? Yes. Do I like Joe Biden? Are you kidding? Do I like Hunter Biden? No. Will I pray that God exposes them and shows everybody who they are? Yes. But until we expose the network that supports them and controls them and protects them, nothing's going to change anyhow. We need to realize that. And when you have these dual information fields, you know, one part of the DNA is a recipient, you know, but one becomes more, and it changes the holographic representation of the human. Remember, again, we're an energy field, and there's no telling what these entities really look like during their sacrificial rituals. I mentioned that earlier because you have two different information fields. These people are obsessed with rituals, with specific colors, with pomp and circumstance. Look at the royal family in, in, in England. They're directly descended from Vlad the Impaler, Count Dracula, the monarchy. You have songs. You know, to allow, that your song is little, they long to reign over us, speaking the words that create energetic fields. The bloodlines, the elite, you, you want to call them that, I call them the scum. They go all the way back to the ancient societies, the ancient Canaanite religions, mainly because they were descendants of these certain you know, serpent gods and fallen angels. You know, Brad Metz was decoded. You guys need to look this one up. I posted it on the website many times. He did a show called The Spear of Destiny. And they claim these entities do at the very end of this. They basically this is I'm going to I'm going to I'm going to give you a more detail. I'm going to stop. Slow this thing down for a second. You need to watch the video. You know, Brad Metzler decoded Spear of Destiny and you can watch the last 10 minutes of the broadcast. And he has a guy who basically he interviews inside of a church. The guy would only agree to meet him inside of a church under a cross of Jesus. He says that. And they're in the cross and they're talking. And he said that one time he was he was a bodyguard to the world elite. And Brad Metzler had him vetted and knew who he was, who he said he was. So he meets with him. And he talked about the spear of destiny. Now, the spear of destiny is the spear that was plunged to Jesus side on the cross to make sure he was dead, covered with the blood of the lamb. And so as it goes, whoever has the spear of destiny has the ability to lead an army that can never be defeated. Okay, that's, that's how it ended up being this story from long ago. And it was in an Austrian, basically, museum. And it disappeared during World War II or before World War II because the, the, the Nazis were obsessed with artifacts. And so Brad – and they, so they were looking for the Spear of Destiny. So the Brad Metzger said that he met this guy who said he knew who had the Spear of Destiny. And he goes, here's how it worked. He goes, I was working with these world elites. They left me downstairs in the bar with another one of the bodyguards, and we were talking. And the other bodyguard looked at me and said, do you know who your boss is? He goes, well, yeah. He goes, well, do you know who he is? He's basically the one who stole the spear of destiny from Hitler. Now I'm doing this from memory now. This is not verbal. This is not verbatim, but this is what the story – this is what it will say. And he goes – and he's the one who stole the spear of destiny from Hitler. And he goes, these people consider themselves to be the benign de Nephilim, sons of the fallen. He basically goes back to Nimrod and says basically they consider themselves to be the bloodline of Lucifer. 
and they want to rebuild the third temple and then bring their serpent god, their antichrist, into the Holy of Holies and basically cut him and shed his blood on the altar with the spear of destiny. Yeah, and they want to rule the world. And he goes, and Brad Metzger asked him, well, do you believe this stuff? He goes, it doesn't matter whether I believe it or not. These are the most powerful people in the world, and they believe it enough to die for this. Just thought I'd mention that. So all of these things are very, very real around us, but they don't want you to talk about this on the air like I'm doing right now. And, you know, we have to understand who these people are, and that's why I'm doing this right now. And if we look at this, you know, these organizations, again, the Bilderbergers, the Club of Rome, Trilateral Commission, CFR, Skull and Bones, they get their marching orders from the center of the matrix, Lucifer. And that's what the AI system with the D-Wave computer is all about. That's what secret societies are all about. Satanists and pedophiles are all about. These Satanists interact with these entities to get a lock, you know, into their frequencies. You know, this ritual is a manipulation of the energetic field to mirror the impact of what's happening in both sides. Both sides of the field create an energetic synchronization that basically allows these entities to slip through into our dimension to possess the person of the other side. Look, that's what CERN's doing. The Swiss demonic ceremony I mentioned earlier at the, demon, at, the, at the Goddard Tunnel opening. This is a gateway or a vortex into our dimension, which uses certain colors because it's all about manipulating wavelength and frequency, pomp and ceremony and colors. Remember, colors have a specific frequency, especially the reds and the purples, etc. This satanic network, you know, what they do is they basically control the politics, the banking, and Hollywood. And all of this stuff is real. And we got to get that this was very, very, very real. But if we don't realize who we are in Christ and the power that raised him from the dead dwells in us, it can be overwhelming to us. And that's what I'm talking about today. You know, these people, these entities, they have absolutely no authority over us. None. None. If we're sanctified by the blood of the lamb, that's why I tell you guys every night, you plead, I, and I do this for you guys every day too. I plead the blood of Christ over you. I place a hedge of thorns around you, and I station angels all around you every single day because the angels are ministering spirits to do what we ask them to do. we got to get that. And so I want protection around all of you every single day. And these energy vortices that they basically build these temples on are basically magnetic ley lines, which is what they are. Remember Princess Diana? She died in a tunnel. <laughs> this tunnel had been a druid worship and sacrifice center in ancient times right where she died. It's all about energy manipulation. And, and keeping us blind so we don't see, you know, this pedophilia, it infests governments globally. We saw that with Jeffrey Epstein. The number of children globally are staggering. Millions disappear every single year. You know, and why are they so connected with Satanism and pedophilia? The energy of children before puberty is a waveform that changes in the energetic field. And these Satanists want this waveform because it's like a nectar to them. That's why they're always after the kids. They're possessing these entities, which then these child basically are abused like they are, and these entities draw off the energy from these children, which is so pure. That's why they came after the children, and that's why, gee, that's why I'm so adamant about what we talk about on this show with the pedophile networks and the transgender stuff and the transgender story hours. They're after the children to basically feed off of them. I mean it's, it's sickening to me. You see that child hanging out of the curtain trying to climb out of one of the royal castles trying to escape, and you find bodies on the royal estate that have been sacrificed, and they don't know how to explain it, and they get, they get swept under the cover very, very quickly. Look at that pervert Jimmy Seville. He was supplying children to the royal families. Again, this is part of the satanic agenda. 
death cuts, necrophilia, all the stuff they're into. And the truth, when the truth comes out about this, these political hierarchies across the globe, you know, would collapse if they were allowed to basically have the people of the world stand against them. This is why they had to come out against Christianity and Catholicism so hard. This is why they had to come after the Christian church so hard because of their atavistic hatred of Jesus, because he stopped all of this mess for thousands of years. And so that's why they came after us with the Frankfurt School, with cultural Marxism and Darwinism and all of this stuff was to destroy the foundation of Christianity. And guys, it hasn't been a 10-year project. This has been a 100-year project, 200-year project to rebuild that third temple that we mentioned earlier about. And all of these things are part of what's happening all over the world. And if we understand who they are and we understand the power that we have that raised Jesus from the dead, we have the ability to change all of it. Because remember, Einstein and Tesla and quantum mechanics and physics have shown us the universe is composed of vibrational strings, expresses energy. Every cell and every organ in our body has an energy field, a certain vibration. Therefore, a diseased cell or an organ is no longer functioning at the correct vibration of frequency. You know, in 1953, you know, Watson and Crick and DNA studies created the belief that genes control biology, and that's created current medical dogma. This is called genetic determination, basically that everything's going to be controlled by DNA. It's simply not true. Now we have an entire field that we've seen called epigenetics, which allow us to realize that we don't have to be what our DNA tells us to be, that by lifestyle choices we can change things. Well, the same thing is true with our life and our creation through Christ and how he created us. We don't have to be what we thought we were going to be as children. We can be anything we want to be. We can serve the Most High God all the days of our life. We can walk in his presence and his love forever. Amen. And we can dwell with him forever. Amen. In eternity, in heaven with him in his energy field of perfect peace and love and tranquility. We have the ability to do that, but these entities don't want that. They're all going to hell. They're going to hell. I knew of a guy one time, and I was told by this by his basically his girlfriend, that he basically is doing some kind of weird ritual or whatever the heck he was involved in, and he had a PhD in theology, which I have no idea what that means. I don't know where the school was. His father had been a priest. He was no longer in the priesthood. He was basically not walking with God, but he still knew the truth. And one day he gets abducted by some entity. They find him 50 miles away on a mountaintop with no shoes on. Just thought I'd mention that, unconscious. And when he was brought back to consciousness, he said that they had taken him to hell. Now, whether this is true or not, I don't know. And that he had even seen a river of blood. Guys, they don't want you going to heaven. They want you going down there with them. They want them they want to be there to torment you for all of eternity. That's how much they hate you. They don't want to just torment you for your lifetime here. They want to keep you there and do things to you forever. That's not okay with me, and I know it's not okay with you guys because we serve the most high God, and we can do all things through Christ who strengthens us. That's why it's important that we serve God. If you don't know Christ right now, let's pray. Father, right now, in the name of Jesus, I ask you to forgive me. I repent of my sins. I repent of the things that I've done in my life that have not been good, that have not served you. I accept Jesus Christ as your son who said he was your son, son of the most high God. I accept him as my personal Lord and Savior. I ask that your Holy Spirit come within me. That Holy Spirit dwells in me and gives me the power that raised Jesus from the dead that's going to dwell in me so we can stand against this. I pray all of this, Father, in Jesus' name. If you prayed that prayer with me at this point in your life, you would be considered what's be considered born again. 
is that you've accepted Jesus, who he said he was, the son of the most high God, and you've accepted the fact that you've sinned and you've repented and you're not going to be that way any longer, and you're going to allow Christ's power and the Holy Spirit to dwell on you. That's our answer, guys, because we have the ability through Jesus to stand with the most high God every single days of our life as a blood covenant. And we can have the power and the authority. People have asked me repeatedly, how in the world have you stood with the passage of your wife of 38 years? How have you stood and basically been strong in the word? My response is simply this. I know I'm going to see Sharon again, period. I know that I serve the most high God. I know that I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. I know that I'm going to stay goal-oriented and focused, and my rudder is the Word of God, like I read earlier from what I written 13, 14 years ago, and I can be in God's Word and in His will and in His presence every single day of my life where I can choose not to be because of freedom of choice. So I ask you guys this. Stay in God's Word. Stay in the Bible. Read your Bible. Start in the book of John. Then read Matthew, Mark, Luke, and then go to the book of Acts and stay out of the Old Testament. It's a little bit too intense for most people. Stay in the New Testament for probably the first year that you're a Christian and read it over and over and over and over again. You can even read Proverbs because there are a lot of really good sayings in Proverbs that are very, very, very true. All of these things are available to you for free. The Bible is available for you on free online. You can do all of this stuff every single day and become more and more and more of a Christian, more and more and more of a believer. Now, let me say this about being more and more of a Christian. Once you accept Christ, you're as Christian as you're going to get. But your behavioral patterns will start to change because God's going to write his laws and his wants and his wishes and his direction and goals for your life on your heart. And when you do things that you know you're not supposed to do, you're not going to get the same enjoyment from it that you used to get. So I thought I'd mention that. You're going to realize that you're not walking in God's will for your life. Always seek his will always seek a relationship it's not a religion with god now i hope you enjoyed the show today i want to cover this with you guys today in more depth and let you know how important it is that we know who jesus is because he is the author he is the finisher he is the perfecter of our faith and through him we can do all things i love you guys i appreciate you i'll talk to you guys again Broadcasting to the U.S. and around the world by way of clear digital audio, 22,500 miles above the planet. This is the Global Star Radio Network.